And will not God grant justice to God's chosen ones who cry out to God day and night? Amen. There are many ways to seek justice. Our gospel today in Luke tells us a story of one person seeking justice and speaks to us of the faith needed to be that kind of justice-seeking follower of Jesus. This woman in our gospel today is a widow. She's a marginalized person in her own community, and here she is coming to an uncaring and irreverent judge. The widow is crying out day and night to this judge to grant her justice against her opponent. Now, surely this widow could have played out her story in many ways. She could have asked someone to speak for her. She could have hidden behind some benevolent patriarch. This widow also could have simply accepted her place in society and avoided altogether her own need for justice. But the story that Jesus chooses to tell his disciples, that he chooses to instruct them with, and the story that still speaks to us today goes like this. This widow, this marginalized woman with no rights in her community and thus no power, cries out for justice day and night. So much so that the judge becomes tired of her. He's overwhelmed by her crying and he says, I have no fear of God or respect for people, but I am sick and tired of this woman. I will grant her justice just so she doesn't wear me down by her constant demands. And then the judge kind of randomly grants her justice against her unnamed opponent. This past week, the world celebrated National Coming Out Day. This national holiday is meant to honor the harsh reality and the courage the courage of so many people who have been forced into hiding, who have been marginalized and suppressed because they have been subject to the evils of an unjust world. An unjust world where because of their human sexuality, they are deemed unworthy of basic human rights. The courage and faith it takes to be persistent in demanding your human rights, your right to exist in this world, is no small thing. And this past Sunday afternoon, I had the pleasure of honoring the work of a true and humble and persistent leader in our community for human rights. The NC Justice Center honored the Reverend Jasmine Beach Ferrara with a 2019 Defender of Justice Award. Jasmine, who many of you know well, is an ordained United Church of Christ pastor and is also the founder of the Campaign for Southern Equality, which works to build a South where all LGBTQI people are equal in every part of life. 
When I first met Jasmine and engaged the work of CSE, the main aim of the campaign was marriage equality. The team at CSE had a very extensive and strategic plan, a 10-year plan to be exact, to demand justice through marriage equality. Jasmine and her team cried out day and night for justice. They rallied allies, many of whom are in this church, and they told the stories of people who were fighting for visibility and equality in every town, small or large, across the South. The campaign was realistic, rational, and systematic. Their eyes were on the prize. They were demanding that all people have the right to marry whomever they love. What happened was something that as a, a then 30-year-old, I couldn't have imagined. What happened is that that 10-year plan for marriage equality was successful, but not in the 10 years they had planned, but instead in three. In three years, the work of CSE and the many others who were persistent in their crying out day and night wore down the court system such that on June 26, 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that same-sex couples have a constitutional right to marry in all 50 states. The celebrations of this successful campaign were immense and the national narrative about justice for LGBTQI people changed forever. The persistence of the many people who had cried out for justice in our nation, the persistence of that campaign, and specifically Jasmine in her leadership, were responsible for that ruling and for the justice that has followed. The persistent and faithful seekers of justice had won God granted justice through those who faithfully sought it. And as our gospel points out, persistence is a character trait that can and often does annoy some. The annoyance is what in the end makes this persistence effective. The widow in our story and Jasmine, along with many in our community, were so set on seeking justice that their faith made them willing to risk that annoyance. They were not set on making friends or being liked or even being safe. They were set on crying out day and night for justice from a deep place of faith in a God who promised the persistent widow that her cries would be heard and that justice would be granted. Richard Rohr, famous theologian and author, says in his book, Immortal Diamond, I can no longer wait for or give false comfort to the many Christians who are forever deepening their personal relationship with a very tiny American Jesus who looks a lot like them. We can no longer wait or give false comfort to you because the need for justice will not wait and does not ask 
for or give false comfort. We can no longer wait or give false comfort to a world where widows and children and poor people and black and brown bodied people and marginalized folks are crying day and night for justice. We cannot wait or give false comfort. But I don't know about you all, seeking comfort right now seems pretty normal to me. These can be hard times and comfort feels necessary to sustain us in our work. And yet, true comfort is not found in avoidance or escapism. That's false comfort. True comfort is found in faith. Faith that justice is God's design and plan for humanity. That faith is what makes our persistence possible. In our epistle today, Timothy says, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, if the widow had waited until the time was favorable to demand justice, justice would have never been hers. If Jasmine and CSE had waited until the time was favorable to demand justice, so many would still be crying out day and night alone. Our ministry as Christians is one of persistently seeking justice. In a world where the supremacy of a privileged few reigns, there will never be a favorable time to demand justice. In fact, the powers that be rely on our growing tired. The powers that be are taking comfort in our seeking false comfort rather than seeking justice. Right now, many of our own from All Souls are walking a pilgrimage through the lynching memorial in Montgomery, Alabama. As a side note, so is our presiding bishop and executive council. They are walking for us a memorial to those that have been murdered by lynching in this country, a memorial that cries out for justice for a people too soon forgotten with little justice ever granted. They are walking it together with grace, covenant, Presbyterian church, so that as pilgrims they can come back and share with us the passion and courage it will take of us to be persistent in our collective demand for justice in this time. Jesus ends this parable of the persistent widow by saying this, and yet when the son of man returns, will he find faith on this earth? This leads me to think when our pilgrims return from wherever they've been, Montgomery, Cuba, Raleigh, Beloved, Kairos, or City Hall, when they come back home and cry out day and night for justice, will they find faith here? 
Naomi sent me a photo yesterday of one of the memorial walls on their pilgrimage, and it reads, we will remember those victims of lynching with hope because hopelessness is the enemy of justice, with courage because peace requires bravery, with persistence because justice is a constant struggle, and with faith because we shall overcome. Faith is what makes persistence possible. Perhaps we personally will never see this justice that overcomes evil, but that is the very nature of faith, to believe in something that we cannot yet see. Because seriously, friends, if we don't believe, if we don't have that kind of faith, if we don't believe that justice is truly possible, what are we even doing here together? When we lack that kind of faith, our acts become benign, benign charity that are simply about seeking comfort for ourselves. And so we are called to welcome the pilgrim back to a home, a sacred and faithful place that will welcome their wisdom and their cries for justice. And we are called to seek justice with them, to be a faithful people persistent in our seeking, fearing not the judgment of those around us, fearing not annoying some or even losing others. We are called to act out of the persistent cries of those in need with a deep faith that God will hear us and that together we will overcome. What does it take to have that kind of faith? It's easy enough for me to stand up here and say we need to be faithful people, but what allows us to be so faithful? I will offer today that to be a faithful people, we need to ground ourselves always in the stories of persistent seekers of justice. Yes, this persistent widow, yes, Jesus, yes, the stories found in scripture, but also the stories right around us. The stories about Jasmine and the work at CSE, those right now in our community who are out building housing for the homeless, leaders like Elijah Cummings, we can and must surround ourselves with the company of those same angels and archangels who remain persistent in their seeking justice no matter the cost. We cannot afford to wait and we cannot provide false comfort because false comfort is the need of faithless people. And so this is who we are called to be in this community, all souls, persistent, and demanding seekers of justice. And yet, even more importantly, we are called to be a people of faith who believe that God's justice is a real and true possibility. When the world around us leads us to seek false comfort, we must instead seek courage we must seek bravery, and yes, we must seek faith because the struggle for justice is constant. 
And while God will grant it, God acts through us in our persistent and faithful crying out day and night, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Amen.